find me on Instagram and Twitter at MatchLava. And today is March 10th. It is Wednesday. So we have two days left in the week, like weekdays, and then we have the weekend. And I'm super excited for the remainder of this week. We have had a lot of good opportunities with the releases that we have lined up for the rest of the week. Today was a massive, massive day for Nike Dunks. We can talk about that a little bit. And just really a good day to resell. I mean, I'm I'm excited about it. We, we've had a lot coming out this week. And personally, me, I've been able to sell a ton of shoes. I've been able to get a lot of shoes cleared out that have come in. I was getting a little bit nervous because I've never really had as many shoes come in as I have recently. I've been buying a little bit more and I've been spending a little bit more on shoes. And I've been getting them to come in and I kind of sat there and realized, okay, well, this is great. Like I have all these shoes, but that doesn't matter. Like I just spent a ton of a ton of money on all this inventory and now what? What am I going to do with it? I got to get it sold. So I'm thankful that I've been able to sell a lot of it. I've been able to get pretty decent prices. I've been taking a little bit under what I had originally listed at, but I did list a little bit higher and it's good to keep that in mind. If you are going to list a little bit higher or or charge a small premium. And I mean, like for me, it's like $10, $15 over what they're typically going for just to have a little bit of cushion in case somebody wants to try and bargain with me. I have that extra $10 of room that I can pretend to come down even though I'm maybe I'm listing the shoes at $310 or $315, really willing to take 300 or a little bit below that. So that extra $10 gives me a little bit of a cushion. And it's not really that high of an amount that when you leave a best offer available for a person, they can, they can still bargain with you going, okay, well, this guy's only 10 bucks over what they're really going for, so I can try and maybe get him down. But psychologically, it leaves you with more room to work with against them, where if you're listing at kind of your base price and you're really willing only to take five, 10 bucks under that, you're not gonna seem like you're really willing to work with the buyer that much, where if you're listing maybe an extra $10 higher, you have $20 of wiggle room instead of just maybe five or 10. So that's kind of the, that's kind of my mindset when I'm listing and, that's what I have been doing and it's worked really well. I've been able to get some shoes sold. I have been listing some shoes at like the bare minimum prices just because they were shoes I didn't really need to buy. I bought a bunch of Carmine sixes, didn't mean to buy those and they were grade school size. That's the, the big key there. Grade school sizes really aren't selling that well for those. I mean, they're selling really quick, but they're not selling that high price. It's really, I mean, I, I'm barely getting over retail for them. And it sucks. I always get when people sell things for barely over retail, but like when there's so many solds that are just right at over retail or right at retail, kind of got to do what you got to do. And sometimes you got to cut your losses and say, hey, you know, I got to get these things sold. So let's just go get them sold. And so that's what I've been doing with those. I've been selling a lot of, of the dunks that I've gotten in, which have been good. And I have gotten in some pairs of Jordan 1s that have sold as well. I have some of the UNCs showing up today that I got back on Saturday good news on those is that they are shipping most of the pairs if not all of them so i got an email i got like five emails yesterday saying hey we are delayed in shipping we are having some issues your your shoes are back ordered and sometimes that means that you can have shoes and it wasn't from nike it was from other from other sites and stuff sometimes that means you can get them canceled but luckily i checked my credit card today and there were five charges that actually were not pending anymore. They were like, okay, this charges went through, meaning that they shipped them out. So that's good news because now I have the the three that originally shipped plus the other five or six. So like I only have one or two pairs that haven't shipped yet, which is awesome. I'm super pumped about that. Excited to get those in, excited to get them in hand and do some content on those because those are a beautiful, beautiful shoe. And I've heard mixed reviews on them. I mean, everybody seems to like them. I was watching a little bit of a video this morning 
and trying to catch a glimpse. Somebody said, do not pay resale for the Jordan 1 UNCs. And he's pretty big on YouTube. I don't actually remember what his name is. I think it's like Soul Collector. But he has, he's like 200,000 followers on YouTube. And the main thing with him is he was talking about not paying resale for them. I don't know if maybe he was saying the quality wasn't as good as he thought they'd be or what I didn't get to that far in the video, but he was talking a little bit about them and like the suede on them and stuff, things that I think make it look really good. But he's also commenting a little bit about how difficult it will be to clean those shoes. And it's a good point because the suede on those shoes is a bright baby UNC like Carolina blue, I guess. So when you're looking at that and you're trying to clean off suede with that sort of a bright, well, light color, it's going to be very difficult where the mochas or some of the other shoes that have had that suede are usually a little bit darker. I mean, the gold toes, I think they had some suede too. They really weren't that much darker, but they are darker than the bright powder blue that you see on these UNCs. And that's a little bit easier to clean or blend in some sort of markings or stains than this bright blue because I mean you're not gonna they're, they're not gonna really hide anything so like where you get the brown from the mocha you can kind of hide some marks or stains in that because it's a darker color these aren't gonna hide anything so they're gonna be insanely difficult to keep clean extremely difficult to keep from getting stained and stuff like that and and then if you do get something on them it's gonna be really really tough to get it out so that's kind of the interesting thing about these shoes is that wondering if that'll really matter. I don't think it will that much, but he was kind of bringing that up and that is a good point that I hadn't really considered before. So those are coming in today and then we had a massive, massive day for dunks today. I ended up really not doing that well. I only got one pair, which I mean, I'm still super lucky to have gotten a pair. The way that I got it too was from the sneakers app. So extremely, extremely lucky there because nobody gets anything from that app. I have been on a little bit of a roll with the sneakers app. I think I've gotten, gosh, I've gotten like something every release or two releases in the in the recent month or two so been really really fortunate with that i got a pair of the black and white dunks they were grade school size i think they're like five five and a half something like that got those listed up on ebay haven't sold them yet but they are looking to be pulling really really good prices i'm not sure why other than the fact that it's just such a clean colorway you're looking at a like like black and white or red and white or red and black like these these kind of staple colors that are just very plain like plain Jane colorways they do really well in some of these iconic shoe silhouettes where you're looking at a Jordan 1 or a Dunk or or even an Air Force sometimes and they do really really clean colorways on those can do exceptionally well I mean look at the look at what the Valentine's Day Air Force ones did I mean very very simple colorway pink red like Valentine's Day colors and it did exceptionally well for resale value. I think the, the price of those shoes is like up over 300 bucks and the retail was super, super low, like hundred bucks. So maybe 130, I'm not sure. But still, when you look at these really clean colorways, they always sell exceptionally well. And, and that's just because the, the nature of the shoe being a, a clean colorway, it goes with so much, people really wanna wear it. It kind of clicks with a lot more people. There's a lot more of a, of a base of buyers for a shoe with a really, really simple colorway like these. And so you saw the black and white shoes just absolutely have an insane amount of resale. We're looking at like 200% for these shoes, which is really, really good for a dunk nowadays with how many they've been putting out. And there was also the orange and white colorway, like the Syracuse colorway. It was a dunk high. It had a little bit lower of a resale value. I was a little bit surprised. I mean, not really. There's There's been some variances on dunks, but I mean, Syracuse is one of those like classic basketball schools. They, they usually have a very, very solid basketball program, or at least are thought of having a, a very solid basketball program. 
I think they originally were in the Big East back with Pitt, which is the team that I root for. And thinking back on like March Madness of old Big East basketball and stuff, it was just always fun to watch Pitt in the Big East tournament. And, and those teams, I think, like, I think, I don't know if Gonzaga was in the Big East. I, it's been so long since we've really had the Big East that I can't really remember who all was in it, but I do remember just watching Pitt way, way back then. And Syracuse is always a team that I remember them not, I don't know, I think they were in the Big East, but they may not have been. Either way, I always remember Syracuse being on TV and stuff, and just a beautiful shoe altogether. I think that the, like, almost a creamsicle colorway where you add the white and orange, it just, it looked pretty good to me. I don't think personally I could wear them, and I think that was kind of the issue with this shoe. I don't think a lot of people really saw themselves wearing this orange and white shoe, so people were all trying to sell it or or a few people were trying to buy it but there really wasn't as much demand as there would be for a black and white dunk so that's what you kind of saw happening and that's kind of my take on it beautiful looking shoe i think a lot of people liked it also could have looked like a traffic cone so that's kind of why people didn't really go all in on it at least in my view i don't really think a lot of people saw themselves wearing this shoe and saying okay i would look good in that so kind of a pass for a lot of people but still some decent resale i mean I was seeing prices around 150, 160, 170, 180, like depending on the size you were getting. So when you have that wide of a spread of, of prices, you can usually net some good money on the resale of those shoes. When the, I think they were only like 110 bucks. They may have been a little bit more because they were dunk highs, but still, I mean, when you're low hundreds, you can make up to near the upper 100s, even close to 200 bucks. You're going to make some decent money on them. Not too bad of a release from that standpoint. So I got those black and white dunk lows in the grade school sizing, excited to get those things sold. I'll get those sold either the next day or somebody will send me an offer or something on those. I have them priced a little bit higher than I'm willing to take at this point just because, I don't know, I figured that there really weren't that many of them even available and there really weren't that many available for resale. So like when you think about how low stock some of these shoes are and then I think there were only like five or six pairs on, on the eBay site. So like I went on eBay and searched it up, didn't see any in the size that I had because five and a half is a little bit of a weird size and didn't really see any grade school sizes up for resale. There's probably more now, but I listed them pretty close when they came out. So it's just, you know, we'll see what ends up coming of that. If they end up selling really well, I still think that they will net pretty good money. I ended up getting another pair of shoes. I got the same pair of dunks in men's sizing. Those got canceled. Those were on a different site. Kind of a bummer there, especially because of the resale value that those probably would have had. They were good size. They were good colorway, like very, very good shoe and bummer to get those canceled but you can't really complain like i can't complain at all I've, I've been super fortunate recently so it is what it is just chalk that up as an l on that part of the release but an overall w just for getting a, a pair of shoes at all so we'll see i mean it is what it is i'm kind of excited to hopefully get those in and then get some stuff sold and, and keep things moving but for now i'm gonna get home because i got a lot to do hopefully that could be something though that helps you out i mean we did have a decent amount of releases today a lot going on, kind of a lot of, of things coming at us, and we have a lot more in the rest of the week. We've got good releases coming up at the end of the week. We've got some decent dunks coming up at the end of the week as well, so just a lot to keep your head on and keep your mind wrapped around, and hopefully you can kind of pay attention to that and make some money, but like I said, I gotta get going, so hopefully that helps you guys out, and I will get back to you tomorrow with another podcast. Have a good one. Peace.